but this is the thing. You see now, because people are used to them seeing you and all that, people don't want to stand in a Joker movie. They want to see the Joker interacting with Harley Quinn mm. or where not realizing that, that Harley Quinn is not the same it's from the same universe as that Joker anyway. Yeah. But because it's all DC and they've muddied it up so much, it's like how the thing is that now, cool, you got to decide what for your your group out in or whatever. But you can't carry that on. Yeah. Just because of the nature of the second one anyway. Yeah. Cool. You fumble the Justice League and all that, but you're still bringing out the Flash maybe. You blow another Batman, you've got a Joker there. It's like at some point people want to see these together. And get confused. Well, it's, got, it's not going to work. It's not uh-huh. going to I haven't seen the Batman yet, but from what I've seen of it, even though it seems like a more grounded take, it doesn't look like it would mesh with the Joker. Apparently it's own separate universe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Harley Quinn and... No, even Harley Quinn. Um, Shining. Suicide Squad is definitely not the same universe as the Joker. Like, the Joker is probably a universe very close to ours. So, I'm not sure if you know, from portal, time travel hijinks, which we do a tide of, just leave me. It's just like, bro, fucking loving else. I don't know. <laughs> My thing is, you know, is they keep fumbling because, and I know it's our hell and learned from Marvel and such that, but Marvel didn't start with their inner spirit. Uh-huh. For two weeks, we didn't have them mainly, but it's like, it, I don't think with an intention, so it's quite bad. They don't went down to death anyway. So yeah. like, we did not want New, you know, you see Uncle Ben die again. Yeah, it's like because that was that's even a thing now <laughs> because of that. They had Iron Man, which yeah, maybe a B list star, C list star, for being honest. But they but, made him an A list star. Yeah, and do you know what it is? Because the person who got John Favreau the Iron Man, you can tell from the movie, this is somebody who understood the character up and and basically just way to life. Remember, the funny thing is, even if you look at um, four. Kenneth Branagh probably wasn't, hadn't heard of, heard of Thor before, before before that, right? But he respected the material. I'm just going to treat it with something like Shakespearean. Super song. Super song. I love that first film. The first one? Yeah, I love that film. I think that's second worst, if not worst, MCU movie. You think the first Thor is worse than Dark World? Because Dark World is terrible. Yeah, that's why Dark World is the last, second, is the worst <laughs> one. And then do you know what the third last film is? Eternals. No. Even though I didn't finish that, but garbage I think I that one. I don't know why you hate Captain America: The First Avenger. Trash film. I love that film. Trash film. Like again, it was so boring. Oh my god, that film is ah, it's you know something. Have you ever seen the Rocketeer? Again. Huh? Have you ever seen the Rocketeer? Better film. Okay. You know something? Some better Rocketeer than a film than um, Captain America. I love them both equally. You know it's the same director, right? The Phantom is better than Captain Den. That's why. No, you're just talking reckless now. Ben and Tent, excellent adventure. It's better than Captain America. You're just talking. That's a good film. That's a good film. It's a good film. I don't know why it's been thrown into the slander. Okay, what's what's all about? Are we thinking about the first? Listen, um, we're talking about the Captain America that has Tommy Lee Jones in it, right? You thought the first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The army major. And you don't like it. What was the? You know what it is? Red Skull's a good villain. No, he's not. Red Skull's a poor villain. They had it's like you know what's so weird. Marvel got upset a bungee after like the first wave of movies. So when you watch for the first one, and even the Dark World, and you see like his wig and his eyebrows, or you see the prosthetics that they use for Red Skull, it's just like, bro, what is this bullshit? Now, <laughs> like, what is this? 
No, but you know something that they do have, right? Which the later films suffer from. So when they in the back in the forties, like when he first gets the powers, like so. Do you remember there's a scene when he's running and he doesn't realize his powers, how fast he can run? They do. That's a real set. Like they built a nineteen forties road, and it's like the details in the windows are like they've made fake magazines and stuff. And obviously oh my now God, they bought a set for a movie. Okay, shut Unheard up. Of. <laughs> what I'm wow. saying now is that nowadays they would just CG that and it looks like that. And that's great. What, did it make the movie more entertaining? I mean, no, the movie's more. great anyway. The movie sucked. What? I... Do you know why I don't like the movie? Go because on. It, it, it's literally what it is. Just US war propaganda. I mean, but, yeah, 90% of Marvel uh, films are US war propaganda. But this is the thing. It's it's so on the nose. Like, yeah, look at this captain and he's gonna save the world and be buried and you know what I'm saying, man? Let's be real. This is what I'm saying. I've known you've ever seen the clip there's a YouTube video it's like, oh, if Captain America was racist, he would hundred percent be racist. Hundred <laughs> percent. He woke up how many years later that black people went around living on three, he would not be aware of that. Taking orders from from um Vinny. No way. Nick Fury. No way. He said, boy, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> Never. But on top of that, it's a fact that he's a boring hero. I don't care. He's got the worst arc on the team. He's a stupid man. I think he has the best just, arc on the team. Of course, he did that. Well, because he came back for his white woman. Yeah, you love no, that. No, no, you no, love no, that. That's not his arc. It's nice, nice arc. His first, his arc at the beginning, he's needlessly patriotic. He blindly follows the government. At the in the uh, the uh-huh. middle of his arc, he starts to distrust the government and realize uh-huh. that they're actually abusing uh-huh. their, their citizens. Uh-huh. That third film, he's actually uh-huh. a war criminal and he goes against the oh, government. Oh wow! Now you want to be a real criminal <laughs> to root for a man because he decided that he didn't should have trust the government. Well, what the fuck are you saying? I've never been back. There's some tongue in the heart streams from me. It's just like, what? We already knew this. Like, yeah. Welcome to our side, you bitch. Like, oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. You know, it's, let me tell you something. At least four, it was a horrible movie to watch. The first two were horrible films, but there was something in it in terms of like the mythology and the whole world that they had, whatever. Captain America, he's a, he's a nigga in Brooklyn, just a white man in Brooklyn. Okay, <laughs> story, man. Iron Man, you know, I have to add, Iron Man movie set the bar so high that no other MCU entry film had been as good. That's interesting. I feel like the only other contender. Actually, no, there are. See, Homecoming's great. I actually think Homecoming is really good. The problem is, Homecoming obviously has, has the Iron Man. That's not an entry zone. Spider-Man entry zone is Civil War. Yes. Yeah. And that was going to be the other one I mentioned. Hmm. If it's not Spider-Man, then it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And it, it, it teed them in so beautifully yeah. that you would never have known that they were You know, I think one of the biggest anyways. mistakes they made was integrating the Guardians into the larger MCU because they work fine as their own cosmic pocket. They don't really need to be what? integrated in everything else. What in the sense of like, in the whole greater, um, you know, the Infinity storyline or mm-hmm. whatever, but now they should be just, just go back and just do your thing. Yeah. We don't need you to be hanging around California. And Thor doesn't need to be around them with no. them by them. Did you see um, Love and Thunder? Garbage. Such one, a bad that's film. That's another one of the worst films. But do you know what I mind? Taika Waititi. I hope people are starting to see that he is just Emperor's it, new clothes. He's a one-trick pony. Yeah, like he can only do this stupid 
you know, weird metahuman. Like I said, it's the same thing. It's a metahuman thing. Yeah. It's like, well, saying, making somebody say, look at me, I'm so funny, doesn't make it funny. funny. Does yeah. that make sense? No, 100%. 100%. Well, it's a thing where, like, there's a lot of franchises now that have lazy writing, and then they think if the character draws attention to the fact that that would be lazy writing in a film, it excuses the fact that you've had lazy writing in your film. And this is the sad thing about about innovation in general, but especially when it comes to like pop culture, yeah, things like music, um, film, etc. When somebody does something new and does it excellently, people seem to only like this is the and this is the thing I've always said. Emulation is not the same as imitation. Yeah. I can I can at any point in time in terms of my music, I can tell you who I was listening to or who was that time because I can hear the influences in it without okay. knowing it while you with a naked game will probably not be able to tell yeah. because it doesn't uh, it's my own thing completely it's just my take on something that I like or something yeah. I need but I feel like most of them don't possess the ability to do that mm-hmm. so when they see something they like they're like oh right I like that I'm going to copy that and they need to just go and do a straight copy of it yeah. which is what we do ever since Deadpool and Rick and Morty it's like oh, now every gosh. show it's self retro every movie has got like full four breaks and, and meta humor. So, yeah. I don't need this all the time and I don't want it all the time. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. I would say, like, Adventure Time is a better example. Excellent show. Never ever once have I needed um, meta notes. Obviously, sometimes there's an odd one in yeah. there, like, but it's not even like in your face, like if you catch it kind of thing. Yeah. Person provided, it doesn't. Need anything by not having it. Even do you know what I'm at? That's even like for me, Sammy Guy and American Dad. I feel like that's the difference between the two. American Dad is not funny. I'm sorry, no, Family Guy is not funny. I feel like it's super lazy. You know what? The, like so the funny horrible. thing is, there was a point when you could tell they really did want it to be good. Maybe fifth or, fifth or fourth or fifth season, I can't remember. But like they were actually having fully formed adventures, beginning, like middle, it. end. You could follow through. It's a storyline. Nice. When it got worse, I mean, when when they started incorporating the singing Steve and putting that into the storyline and making it. No, that's even that's American Dad. American Dad. That's American Dad. Yeah, but like, sorry, no. But family for me, Guy, Family yeah, Guy, no. like like the 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 Stewie and Brian episodes, I found them really strong. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They had no. I I agree with you in that in the sense of that they've got the yeah. So they've got the what I call more epic episodes. Like you said, the Stewie and Brian episodes where it's time travel and it's all the dumb thing, and it shows you the capabilities of the show, what it could be doing. At all, and you know, some you know the cutaway thing. Even even on normal, just on a normal case, that it's it's kind of it's famous. I feel like, but then Dave overdid it. Fam, I've like, heard, I saw some video essay that said I think they do an average like eight times an episode, which when you consider how short those episodes actually are, especially accounting for American ad breaks, that's insane. You know, that's insane. insane. And the worst part is it's like it became a crutch. At one point, it was like a cool little thing that happened. Then it's like now, Fam, every episode, the, the Conway, every the Conway Twitty one, they've done that like four times. And one oh, of them... I don't know who Conway Twitty is. <laughs> one of them is an entire three minute and 15 second performance by him. So on, oh, on an episode, yeah, yeah, on an yeah, episode yeah, that's yeah, probably like three 15 minutes, minutes you've did, dedicated... A lot of that as well is like, it doesn't translate well. Because they're such like, not niche wise, like American pop culture references from that time. Mm-hmm. They have a name to all. It's like people outside of that market over do not understand the river. Yeah. American Dad is going to age extra because apart from that, 
I don't know if you, you do you watch American Dad. Fam, so some it's a, it's the funny thing. I almost compare it to Futurama, right? Because and I've, I'll fight people over this. When Futurama was firing on all cylinders, some of Futurama's best episodes are better than Simpsons, and it's the same thing 100%. with American Dad. The episodes of American Dad that are like so. <laughs> The one when they're trying to figure out what, what Roger's power is, and then they just conclude he doesn't have a power, and, and it ends up he does the gold poop, and the gold poop that should be the, that's that's an amazing captured episode, but that's not the end of the episode. Someone finds the poop. It actually has powers that changes your brain chemistry and makes you want to kill people, and then that becomes a running gag for the rest. Like, who thinks of that? Like, and the way they've done so well, it's like you want to hear the ball back up again. Like, oh shit! Like the, poop the poop's back. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. It's I saw like the writing on American Dad is way much better, way better. Mm-hmm. Characters are way better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's everybody in American Dad, even like the side characters and all that, are more stressed out and are funnier. Fam, if the, if there's a mega episode on Family Guy, you're like, oh, they couldn't be bothered. If there's an Haley episode on American Dad, I'll watch it because it's going to be mm-hmm. funny because she's a it's good gonna character. It's going to be funny, and you would know it's going to have Jeff. It's going to have other hijinks. But mm-hmm. uh, I personally would definitely prefer um, American Dad. Yeah, right. and it's weird yeah. because obviously it's, I mean, some people have said, I think the thing is that Seth MacFarlane is involved in Family Guy and he's not actually that involved in American Dad and maybe that's the difference. Maybe because he's leaving it to other people, that's why the writing's stronger. I didn't stronger. see that. I saw that in the video about just the Royal Enfield. Yeah, well, because yeah, apparently really, he's only ever written like sad, four boy. episodes of, of um, Rick and Morty. You know what that sounds like to me? Hmm. Damage control. No, but, it's, but the funny thing is the, the episodes that well, he was credited for, credited for apparently are like international intermittent cable stuff so like he's not really a writer he just rifts he's just able to like it did two brothers that's his thing like just ad-libbing on the spot and that's what i'm saying i feel like it's if anything then in the show it will be that aspect of it like, yeah the newtonness but also he's not well, the only guy in the band that can do that no 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 but you know anybody can riff <laughs> but it's hard to riff in the same style as somebody else yeah true can. True. You said that, but see, to prove that when you watch um, who's done it anyway, it's like, um, they're all doing the same thing, but they all do yeah, it different, different levels. Too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So that side is going to change, but the voice is easy to replicate because everyone can do I, the voice. Listen, on TikTok, there was a thousand auditions within like twenty-four hours of the news being so announced. So <laughs> everyone can do the voice, and it's going to be. But I feel like you know, it's the show's going to decide quite anyway. Regardless, I mean the thing is, what they got ordered like seventy-five new episodes. I don't think they they have that many good stories in them. Should you? Second day, a second day, it's like it's gonna get household. It's gonna get household. That's gonna be the death of Rick and Wait. It's gonna go out in that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna ring probably do another, another season. Fans won't like it. Here's the thing: anime. like as we know, it was probably gonna decline anyway. Even though I will say that this season has been better than the last season. But so. I think so. Here's my I mean, thing. I'll tell, wait, I'll tell you my, my, point, I'll tell you my main point right. with this. Yeah, I'll tell you my main point with this season, right? Like you said, I mean, this thing, this show has always been self-referential and meta and blah blah. But one thing it did like, I did, I did like about its deconstruction was um, them kind of poking fun at the fact that every show in this day and age feels the need to give you a backstory and an origin story yeah, and blah blah. Right. And they weren't going to explore that. And the one time we did see it, it turned out to be complete BS. But now they've backtracked, and not only is that not BBS, it's going to be a long-running mystery for the next few seasons. Like I don't care, I legit don't care about his wife. Like I know that sounds bad, but like he was. You hit the nail on the head. And more than that, it's like you know what it is. 
I don't want a setup and long payoff time. Mm-hmm. They spend time. like two years that, between seasons. I don't need to wait for this. I'll tell you the truth. That finale, the season, what, six finale, was it? Mm-hmm. Even more he won. Yeah. That episode gave me chills. You know that? That mm-hmm. scene when he broke through and after it's like, look, one, because it was so unexpected and two, it was just like, wow, like, bro, this is, this is like an old episode of the show and he's actually blown my mind. Uh-huh. Like, it was so good and then you've not you now gone back to re- I don't give a fuck. Like, my thing was show us what else is outside yeah. there, remember that because you 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 teed it up, you put it well, what, on the what, plate. I, what I love in that Citadel Rick's episode is it ends and we find out that our Rick and Morty like went to Atlantis for the day and had like an yeah, amazing yeah, adventure. Yeah. And that's a really fun joke that because on any other show that would be the episode. Definitely. And on this song, it's something we're never going to see. But I feel like the more the show continues, that's the type of thing where, like, they'd also want to show us that episode and it wouldn't yeah, be exciting. Um, and, like, yeah, there's just certain jokes that, like, you should really work as a one-off. Like, Mr. Nimbus works as a one-off because he's such a stupid person. But then when you make that guy that's, like, made of pee, it's the same joke. It's like he's a lame villain. And that's why, like, you see that same episode like the P Master episode? Yeah. I hated it. Hell is going here. It shows growth. It's a stupid episode for so many different It's fine, reasons. but like I said, for it's me, it episode. was just Mr. Nimbus. It's another weird guy that hates Rick. And it's like, you've done it. Even like, there was one where there was a guy who was like, um, I'm Mr. Loves to be Hunted. And like, okay, it's a funny ha-ha guy for a second. But it's like, how many of these characters are just going to be, I Mr. Name something? And that's what I'm saying. My community, it's, uh, it's weird how... The rage of their rise room and says I'm like they can discuss high brow humor okay. sometimes and then can one and just default jokes or yeah. the the most immature, you know, like oh yeah. The, like, one, the one where Morty gets the remote that lets you reset time. Right. You've seen that one, right? Sick episode. One of the best episodes of television, point blank. And what? And Ever. then you look at some of the other show, other season, other episodes in that same season, and it's like, how is this the same writers' room? That's what I'm saying. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Like it, it, that that episode is peak, and like they know towards the end of it, they need to bring it in for like a stupid joke, and they yeah. nail it completely. It, yeah, it huh? feels natural for the story. It feels natural for the characters. It's this bittersweet, bittersweet, super funny ending. Like it. Sometimes you're like, how is the same show? Like how uh-huh. is it the same show? Like that, oh, well, 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 that is brilliant, and then you are thinking you have a lot about white friends and people, loved ones, or not. Yes, I do. What is white people's obsession with incest jokes? Like what? Fam, there no, was no, that one. There was that one season. There was that one season, like with the woman, the incest baby. Like, how did that get? Why did? Why? Like, the fact that that made it not even past the writers' room, but even that somebody said it out of their mouth is mad to me, and. It's not only part of the show, it's canon, like it's, in, it's been referenced yeah. like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. But it's disgusting. Yo, know, they had an episode where Jeremy was going to fuck his mom. Yep. And it's like, yeah, cool, there was some cool last along the way. But the underlying message was that this man was going to, destined to, not even just going to, destined to fuck his own mom. Among that, like, you have to be a fun person to treat them these things. Who, who does that? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not just the fact the pillar, man. It's like, and I hate to be like elitist or snobby about some type of humor, but there was some type of humor was just like, it's easy to write. Mm-hmm. And like, 
the thing is when they're at the height of their powers they don't write the easy stuff the episode where like you find out that morty doesn't remember half their adventures because rick erases the traumatic stuff that was basically an analog uh, anthology episode where they were able to fit all these mini episodes it's such a clever way to do that format right exactly and all the all the mini adventures they went on some of them are brilliant like you want to see more of that there's amazing concepts 10 or more episodes concepts introduced like like there's that weird kind of twilight zone homage where they ended up being collected by that giant weird egg person yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's great stuff like that and then you go from that to like there's a giant incest baby or jay wants to sleep with his mom like i don't want to see any of that especially when i know the stuff that you can do you can do that's what i'm saying like here's the thing like there's this funny thing where Pickle Rick is now despised by a lot of people because of, of course, obviously you've got the idiot dude bros that are like, yeah, Pickle Rick. But when you get past the initial Pickle Rick episode, Pickle Rick joke, what's great about the episode is that it's just Rick's own hubris and arrogance coming back to bite him because he ends up like getting his insides torn out by a rat because he doesn't yeah, want to go to therapy. Yeah. Like, it's a great episode. That's you know? the same it works on all levels. Like, just on the... On HR, literally, uh, sat up and you're just watching it for the, the human, the action, excellent. If you you now take it deeper and this is okay, well, like you said, if you now take it deeper and looking, you can, and that's what I'm saying, there's something to analyze. There's always a message. There. Well, not always, but when they're firing and all of this, there's always a message. It's always deeper than yeah. what it just looks like. And also, I think, I think if you want to look at the humor of Rick's constant situations, right? I think if you're going from a pure human perspective, and to me, what's actually more interesting, just on this on a personal level, Rick having all these intergalactic enemies and people who are sworn to er eradicate him and erase him and him being dragged into these wars, for me, is a lot funnier if he's just some idiot genius, like say idiot genius, but like some drunk genius that stumbled into these situations, than if he's a guy who's actually out for vengeance and that's dragged him into it. Because it's that boring to me. I've seen that a billion times. And I hate the fact that like, Actually, no, he's just a selfish asshole, but his own genius has kind of led him into these situations. And and yeah, it's like, that that was one thing I did like about the Piss Master episode where it was, because it's like, for once he's like, you know, okay, every time I do something, you guys tell me I'm wrong. So I'm going to take a step back. And the more he took a step back, the more like, oh gosh, now Jerry's somehow being appointed a hero. Oh gosh, now Jerry's made a guy kill himself. So he had to step in. It's like... Even when he wants to do the right thing, it goes wrong. When he's selfish, it goes it goes wrong. But like, if you're now trying to weave this tapestry of like, oh, he's destined to do this dance because of the other Rick. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I've seen a billion other franchises. It's boring. Boring at all. And you know, it's just like, not in a rude way, but it's that. Okay, you know, it's like, you know, like if let's say a criminal is in their car and police then on also stop and then they find up in the car, arrest him, he goes to court and they think, well, you didn't have the grounds to stop him, so you have to throw out the evidence, basically, case done that it's very much the same opinion, the same thing back. I didn't like the back story. I didn't like the back story to begin with. So the fact that this now this villain is tied to it's that backstory that I didn't even like, uh-huh. I automatically don't care about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Then I told him, it's like, you shame me, the real villain that I personally, I don't know about everybody else, but I personally was waiting to see Even what he does and how. And then what's what it is that you show nothing, gone away, come back, had to pay off, 
killed anybody, taken over the citadel, and then, you know, finally destroyed it all and gone off. But then you shouldn't have said that's not the real payoff, and there's a bigger payoff, uh-huh. and now you're not showing us that payoff. Uh-huh. And it's like, cool, whether this is the plan and it's going to be down the line or something, it's like, you're going to lose me before that. So I don't, know if, you saw, I don't know if you saw, you know, the Vindicators, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you saw, they did Vindicator shorts on uh, YouTube. I got the original cast back and they were all like four minutes long and they all they all basically give us backstory to that first episode of Vindicators right and it's, they're all very well done animation's great voice acting is great one of them has a very weird joke which almost ties into what we were talking about like incest and stuff where basically Noob Noob saves this girl and then they start flirting and he's really getting into it and then he finally finds out like she's 12 or something it's weird but whatever right they're well done but as I was watching him thinking these are really well done, I also thought this is the complete opposite of Rick and Morty. Because what works about the episode is it's so well written and so, so well performed. You, three minutes in, already realize, okay, this is a big superhero group. They've, re- they've joined Rick and Morty on an adventure before. There clearly was an adventure that they weren't present for. And ever since then, there's been some tension. You get all of that from the dialogue. It's done. You don't need to make backstories, and that was and that was saying, what Rick and Morty was. That was it was the one show that didn't pander to the audience. It didn't talk down to the audience. It understood that you were smart enough to get that they know what modern tropes and conventions are, and they don't need to adhere to that. If the story is good, if the performance is good, you I don't need like to do that. We're going to get a lot more of that because from the horrors, eventually. Justin, what's the name? Roland. Roland. Yeah. Was the more like, you knew Sloan, he wanted different stuff to happen. He wanted episodic inventions. Whereas Dan Harmon is the more canonization kind of, you know, running story. And obviously, that shows from Thingy. Community. Community, yeah. So it's like, if he's going to bring, if it's him at the home funny now, and it's just going to be episodic and there's going to be no very serial item, there's going to be this running story life. Involved, it's just gonna be more of this shit. In fact, <laughs> yeah, because that's my thing. It's like, it's like, like we said about phase three, like phase five, not phase four, where Mark, you know, everything has to be needed, not something that doesn't always have to be an introduction of any big bad. Bringing like, it back to the MCU, I'll tell you what, I really think that Rick and Morty does well that the MCU could learn. So sometimes you have the Citadel, right? And it's better. the end of the world stakes, blah blah, one side must win. Sometimes. Rick and Morty just have an idiot that's annoying them. They have to deal with that, right? And obviously, MCU's not going to have an idiot that's annoying them, right? But the great thing, the reason why Spider-Man's my favorite hero of all time is because he doesn't always deal with Galactus and End of the World guys. Most of the time, he deals with a guy who's just a nuisance to the neighborhood. That right? Or right. at the very worst, just a nuisance to New you York, see. right? Yeah. Not everything has to be the end of the world. And I think this is why so many people are getting superhero fatigue because every Marvel movie is an event, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 annoying now having them women comments comics every year, right? But like in the movies, it's like Ant Man, like Ant Man's not even supposed to be the events guy. Ant Man is the comic relief. Now you're telling me he's dealing with the quantum realm. Like, I don't want it. I want some no. light relief. You know. I mentioned the issue with. Oh, this only was a powerful scene, though. See, the spoke 
And everyone's just like, what the hell? Oh, is it when he's like, no. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie to you. I would pee myself one time. Um, I am getting on a plane and leaving. <laughs> you know, I was talking about it now. You know that. I don't know about other people, but you see me peppering. I don't play with animals, but that's not because of fear. It's because of respect. Yeah, 100%. Because I understand how nature works. That most creatures are designed for survival and nothing else. Uh-huh. They don't have society the way that we do, or at least to our understanding, you know. So, you know, operate with the same rules that we uh-huh. If you are in, let's say, safari and your car breaks down, bro, those animals, they're not going to be very fuck. <laughs> they're going to eat. 